Hey everyone and welcome to my podcast. It is me, Miss Tiana. So we're going to talk about the BDSM world and top and bottom relationships. But for the most part, we're going to focus in for right now, the top part of the relationship. So in the BDSM world, top is the dominant person in the relationship. It is a generic word that is used to describe a partnership or a relationship within this dynamic. So within that dynamic, other words for a top can be dom, sir, daddy, master, mistress, miss, ma'am, mommy. Yes, mommy. If age play is introduced, you do have some submissives who do call their um, tops or their dominance mommy. The role of a dominant is more than just control. And the dominant has to understand that. If the dominant cannot understand that part of this partnership is more is more than just control, that the only thing within this relationship goes beyond um, controlling someone, to me, that's a red flag for a submissive, and that red, and that submissive should run and get out of that relationship before it becomes too serious. And why do I say that? Because this relationship should be a give and take. It should be the the, the submissive getting pleasure as well as the top and the dominant. And if the submissive or the dominant, if either one of you are not enjoying this relationship, then it's not a healthy partnership. And if it's not healthy, then it should be stopped immediately because you don't want to have a case where everyone's needs is being neglected within that relationship. And then if those needs are being neglected, you could very well possibly have a negative connotation to um, what a BDSM lifestyle could be or a kink lifestyle can be. A kink lifestyle can be enjoyed and loved if it's done in the right way. As a top, the number one thing that a top should be doing our dominant should be doing is listening to your submissive. Listen to their wants and their needs and their boundaries. And you have to be able to be in the mindset to create a safe environment for your submissive. If you can't abide by listening to your submissive, if you have no intention on listening to your submissives, to their needs, to their wants, to their boundaries, to their red flags, to their safe words, then my suggestion is that you have no reason to be a dominant. There is no reason for you to be one because all you're going to do is create a cycle of harm for your submissive. And that is something that is not needed, especially when some submissives already come to their their tops or their dominance already with some trauma. Some submissives do come with trauma. And if you as a dominant will not take those things into the back of your mind or into precaution, then you're not there for um, your submissive. You're only there for yourself. And to me, that is very selfish. And for anyone who is a submissive out there, these are some warning signs for you to look into to keep yourself safe. Just like any other relationship, the top and the submissive should communicate. Communication should be number one. That is the number one thing is to communicate. You have to have those boundaries and those those ground rules from the beginning. I have talked to many people 
who have gone into relationships and they're months down the line and they said, we never even discussed this. We never even talked about this. I just thought that whatever my dominant said, I had to do. We never talked about rules or boundaries or safe words because there's some things that I don't like, but I just do them to make my dominant happy, which is wonderful. Most submissive want to make their um, dominant happy and that is okay. But at the same time, submissives, you need to be happy as well. You need to make sure that you're in a great mental space too. Just as your dominant is enjoying themselves with you, you should be enjoying your, your dominant as well. Like I said, it is a give and take partnership. It is a give and take relationship. Even if you're not boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, even if it's just um, a relationship of, of boundaries of being a play partner, it still should be healthy and both people should be enjoying it at the same time. Where I believe that the top needs to be in control, they need to be in control of the scene, not of the person per se. Um, the scene and what you're doing in your play, what you're doing with your partner, the the top should know what they're doing. They should have at least basic one-on-one -on -one education. They should have all of that things that they're going to do, they should have some knowledge of what they're doing. If they don't have the knowledge, they should be able to seek it out, research it so that they know what they're doing with their submissive so that there's not any harm that is being caused. So what do I mean by the dominant should um, be in charge of the scene? I mean that the dominant should be making sure that the scene is safe, knowing any triggers that may come with a scene, making sure boundaries are being kept and that they're not being crossed, that the environment that the submissive will be in will be safe and also be safe for the dominant too. You want to make sure that even as a dominant, that you're keeping a scene, a scene safe because you don't want to have any triggers that might make your submissive feel less than or that might cause an emotional reaction that you as a dominant may not be ready for. So communicating these basic things, not only do they protect the submissive, they also protect the dominant as well. Both of these things go hand in hand. And these things and what I'm talking about is just the basic foundation of building that relationship between um, a top and a bottom. You should always make sure you know safe words. Safe words should be established from the get-go. So here are some examples, or here's just one example that I have. You can have the perfect scene set up and something could go wrong. So for me, that happened to me. And what had happened was in a scene, in the middle of an impact play, I was doing an intense banking scene with my submissive. In the middle of the scene, a nosebleed happened and my submissive was gagged and they were also restrained. Immediately, my needs were no longer number one. The needs were for my submissive. The scene stopped and immediately there was cleanup sanitizing of the area where the blood was and medical attention was given to my partner. So if or when that you see that your submissive is in distress, say for instance, you might see that 
they're getting pale. You might see that they're getting faint. These are things that you need to communicate with your, your submissive and check in in the placing. Hey, are you okay? If they're gagged and they can't talk and they have their fingers free, hey, give me a thumbs up. Are you okay? Give me a thumbs down. Are you not okay? Hey, blink once. Are you okay? Blink twice if you're not okay. These are some things that you can do with your submissive when you need to establish if they're okay. Because sometimes in scenes, they may be restrained, they may um, be gagged, they could be blindfolded, so they may not always have their words. So having safe words as well as having bodily cues is also important as well. So within that type of scenario, you are in control of the scene, not per se the person, because the person within your submissive within that scene does have the right to call out their um do, do have the right to call out their safe word. So so they so so your submissive still have their body to be able to say when they're in distress. But as a submissive, you should be able, but as the dominant, excuse me, as the dominant, you should be able to be in control of that scene, making sure that it is safe for yourself as the dominant, as well as um, the submissive. So a couple of things before I end with this, you know, the top has many different roles as the dominant. You know, there are many different words, dom, sir, daddy, talked about mistress and miss. You want to make sure that within these um, power play, power play and exchange that there is the number one thing is communication and listening to your submissive. Um, and that is important. And making sure that scenes are safe. Now, this time I talked about the top, the dominant. The next time when I have the podcast, I will be talking about the submissive and their roles as well. And triggers that may um, set um, some submissive off who um, go through trauma. But um Yes. And these things also go into age play as well, because even in age play, age play a little or um, someone who does if they go down to infantile state, that still, too, is a form of submission. And being a mommy or a caregiver, that is still being a form of a top. So what I read goes for kink in general, and it also goes into specific play, such as age play, which is um, one of the things that I am more attuned to, but I'm also attuned to other kinks as well um, within the kink community because I like to be educated on all things and also being able to try um, different types of play. So having a top and bottom relationship can be rewarding, but also understanding health dynamics, also understanding healthy dynamics of these relationships when entering into them is important and also being able to keep them and making sure that everyone within these dynamics are equally um, both safe and that the, the top is doing their part um, to be there for their submissive, not just to control the person, but to control the scene and to foster a good, healthy partnership between um, top and bottom. I hope you enjoyed um, this podcast with Miss Tiana. I am going to be venturing out more, talking about other kinks and, and other um, dynamics when it comes to lifestyle and also plugging into age play as well. Everyone out there, be you, be kind, and play safe. Bye.